I don't know if you can like hear this, but it's raining outside. It looks very beautiful, you know, like I live near the mountains and like the clouds have like kind of come almost at the level of the mountains or kind of lower so you can't really see the cut can't really see the mountains. It looks very pretty. I like rainy season as long as like I'm indoors. But I'm outdoors I absolutely hate it. Absolutely hate travelling in a rickshaw because especially like when you're travelling on the highway, like it's going on full speed and like literally there are puddles of water and you just get splashed. It's not fun. It's definitely not fun. But it's it's been pretty. Like it's been raining all day. And this is like the first like rainy season day day we can call. Like actually like officially. Because like before it was just like random rainy days. Or like rainy moments, we can say. Anyways. I just wanted to so if you hear like rain sounds, that's probably because yeah, it's raining and I'm sitting near the window, so what's up? <laughs> okay, okay. Um just wanted to give you up stuff. Hey guys. What's up? How you guys are doing? Hope you guys have been having a great day, great evening, whenever you're listening to this. Today's topic is something I've been talking like thinking about for a while now actually. Because I feel like that kind of people have blurred the line of the topic that I'm gonna talk about today. You have read the title, so I don't need to make it so dramatic, but today's topic is kind of important, especially in today's generation or day and age where social media plays such a major role in our lives. So today's topic is well, may I roughly put it up as why do we care about how our life looks or why do we care about why do we think about our lives rather than just living it and rather than just kind of going with the flow i'll explain it better hold on okay so people say that i've heard this a lot actually yeah i've heard like a lot of people say especially in like you know those motivation like ted talks and some stuff like that they say that live a life and make memories that one day you can share with your grandchildren. But I feel like we have taken that like quite literally in the sense that we just, we don't just think about the future and like we don't just think, oh, like, is this worth enough to like tell these stories to my grandkids? Like, should I do it just so I can tell it to my grandkids? Instead of just like thinking it kind of that way to make sure you make the right decisions. We also think it in a way that we think about the present and we think about like what would the people around me think if I do this, you know, or if you kind of put it in social media terms, if I put this on Instagram, like for example, I'm going archery or carding, let's do that, that's more my thing, if I'm going carding. There are two things that happen. I either do carding and generally love it and make memories and generally have fun with the people I'm going carding with. Or I do carding just so I can post on Instagram or like, oh, I went carding today. Look how cool I am. You know, there are two different things. And people usually kind of stick on to the latter part, you know. And nowadays that's been a thing that we tend to think our lives like, will it look cool on Instagram or social media? then only we get then only like we do it 
or else we just take it as a no. And I hate that it's kind of become a second nature to us to just be like, oh, like this will look good on Instagram, so I'm going to do it. You know, if it does not, I'm not going to do it. And that kind of like thinking, that automatic thinking be like, like, for example, someone like suggests you, oh, let's go out. We can do that. We can do that. If your first thought like goes to, oh, will this look good on my Instagram or like, will this good if I post this and I can do that, I can post that, I can post that. If that's the kind of thinking you have, I feel sometimes it's kind of, it's kind of sad that people do kind of have these kinds of thinking and more or less it, it should be about like, if someone suggests a plan to you, your first thought should be, oh, it'd be fun. Let's, you know, let's do it. Let, let's do it. And not be like, oh, it'd be fun for my Instagram. Let's do it. And it might not seem like that big of a difference, but then like when it, this kind of habit kind of catches on you, I feel like you kind of, you miss out on the part of having fun in real life and not just pretending to have fun for Instagram, you know? So uh, like nowadays, that's what we do. We think about the present, you know, like what will the people around me think if I do this or if I pose this? We micromanage every little step you know, and we have become obsessed in a sense, you know, so like what I do now, how will it look in the future? You know, in a way, it's a good thing. Like, it's not bad to, see, I've told this before as well, it's not bad to have a plan. But what I'm trying to say is that you can't plan every single thing, right? And your plans, like just your day-to-day events that you're meeting with someone, not just have to be for like social media you're living your own life you're just posting your highlights on instagram you know what i'm saying like does this make sense i'm like i'm trying to make it like clear and clear and clear so you tag along but like in a way planning things are good but not every single minute thing you can do and becoming obsessed with the fact that I want to post this, I'm going to post this, that's the only reason why I'm going to do it. Or like, that's the primary reason why I'm going to do it. You know? Will it look good when I post it? When we think that, you know, about the things that we do, I think it's a step too far. It's okay to be mindful about your steps. But like, going that extra mile just to think, oh, will it look good on my Instagram? If you have that kind of thinking, then it's, it's a step too far. You know? That... We hang out with people that we love just so we can post on Instagram. That sort of factor, you know? So when that show-off thing kind of plays in, we sometimes blur the line between showing that we're having fun versus if you're actually having fun. What is Instagram? What is social media? Just a place to kind of put out your best highlights, you know? Like, this is great happening. This is great happening. Oftentimes, people just become very... um, self-conscious of it you know like if you post and that's kind of a bad attitude towards social media you know social media is i don't think necessarily there to make you jealous it's just to appreciate your people or the or friends or family's achievements and be together with them when they're celebrating it so when people kind of put in the idea of like um like i don't um when they put in the idea of like, I'm jealous, like, 
why are they getting on good things? Why are all why are all they having like fun? You know, that kind of ruins the fun about just life in general. You know, like if you if you keep chasing for that part, it's kind of it's kind of meaningless. You know, and sometimes it becomes like a show off competition on the internet. Like, oh, who's having more fun? Whose life is best at the moment? Who's like living life? If you know what I mean. There's this competition. What it is, is just it's nothing but harmful to both parties in play. You know, trying to make things look cool. Even if it could be, like, totally worse. But there's, like, kind of competition in this conquest, like, to be the person who's having the most fun. It gets lost. The true meaning of being happy and having fun is lost. Okay? And especially when you're trying to have a competition. Like, what I'm saying is that it's not bad to post on Instagram. Oh, I went out with my friends here. It was fun. That's not bad. I do that too. I do post, like, every time I go out with my friends, I do post it. But I don't do it as, like, a competition. Like, for example, someone posted, like, oh, I'm going out. Next day, I'm going out. And I'm being like, oh, I went out too. And, like, there's this kind of unwritten kind of competition in between them. And being like, oh, I went out here. I did that. I did that. I did that kind of sound so hype and that kind of competition is just so draining after some point like at fun at first it may be like really fun and like very awesome if you might think that way but then after a point it's just gonna be like i'm drained like i'm genuinely not having fun you know think about it as a long time thing so as much as social media has been a benefit you know it has also played a major part in people's self-esteem kind of becoming low or them feeling down just because they don't have such exciting things or great things according to them i mean depends on what people think great things are but social media has kind of played a part like that and this might just feel like i'm shitting on social media to a certain extent i am but like at the same time I'm not because as much as social media has helped connect people, whatever that. But it, it has become this competition, you know? And it's consuming every bit of us when we take part in these competitions. Like, who's having the most fun? Who's, you know, being the most hip? So it bothers me. It definitely does, does bother me. Another reason why this kind of like thinking about life rather than just living it, kind of that kind of thing happens, is also because of um, like we're self-aware or we're hyper self-aware in a sense. So as I said before, it's good to think about your next steps, but it's not always great to kind of plan out every minuscule activity that you do, like every like mini, mini steps that you're going to take. It's not always the best idea to go out that way. You can just go with it. See, for example, let me tell you like what I mean by steps. For example, my according to me, my steps that I'm going to plan out is what university I'm going to. Check. What I want to do after that. What I want to do during that. That's the kind of thing. But then every minuscule activity is like, after going to college, when I'm going to move in, am I going to say hi or am I going to say like, how do I have a different intro? Like overthinking something, you know? not it's always advisable not to do that because sometimes what happens is when things don't go according to plan you're just ending up disappointing yourself 
you're like, oh shit, like it's not happening, it's not happening. I feel like a total failure. Even if you feel like a total failure or such a stupid thing or like such a small thing as not getting to say hi properly to your roommate. Like what if, yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. So sometimes this overthinking part that kind of happens is because when you care a lot about what people around you might think about the things that you're doing, you tend to hold yourself back. You know, like SZA said, what did she say? Oh yeah, she said that it's like a, audio on instagram reels it's like more on the lines of like um, it's like what's holding you back wait i want to check hold on because i wrote like scissor said but what did scissor say wait holding yourself back scissor That's the first result I open arms by Susan. Uh, excuse the horn, like people are very this about it. Like oh my god, they're so like especially where I live. Horns like all the time. Oh wait, that's why you order no, wait, what do I say? Holding yourself back, scissor. I can't find it. Hi, yeah, see, I found it. Okay, okay. Twitter coming through. Your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. This, this preach, preach, preach. Like, definitely, I understand what she's saying. And this is something that you should fucking get tattooed on yourself. Your fear of looking stupid is holding you back i feel bad i feel that in my case as well it's raining heavily now sorry off track but it's raining very heavily right now anyways but yeah you should get this fucking tattered yourself you're holding yourself back from unlocking something that could be great for you that could be just right for you and you're doing it just because people around you don't you know you're living life based on what others think and even if they so what happens if like they don't like what you're doing who cares because even if they don't like it but you, whatever you're doing doesn't mean you have to live things by their motto they don't know you they own their own life and they are living it by their own motto or someone else's motto we don't know but they're doing their own thing they have said their motto. That's the important thing. They have said what they want to measure their life values by. They have done all that business. Why are you not doing your own mottos and living by it? Why are you sticking to others? And you know what? Values turn to live up to someone, you know? Your own motto at that moment is going to be like, live up to this person's motto or live up to that person's motto. That's going to be a life and that's going to be a motto for life. I don't think that's like, I won't say cool, but like that, that doesn't make sense. You know, create your own mottos, like create your own values, expectations that you want to have with yourself. 
no one has the right to give you or set expectations for you. No one has the right to do that, you know? That's not what individuality is. Okay, individuality is something that you set your own goals, set your own values, set your own expectations with yourself, and then you judge yourself. Don't let other people judge you. You be your own critique rather than letting others be your critique. And critique, like, don't be, like, too harsh on yourself. Like, come on, you're just uh, only a human being, you know? But be your own critique. Don't give anyone else that right to critique you, you know? And easier said than done. But when you actually do stuff like this, when you stop thinking about what others would think if you do whatever you love, things would just... It would feel so... You would feel so lightheaded. Like, you would feel, like, this kind of unsaid or like unforced burden on you is gonna just disappear and you're gonna feel so much in touch with yourself in touch with the life that you're living you know it won't be like it won't be under a rock you know instead you would be over a rock or beside a rock anything that works for you but it would just be so much more helpful you know because everyone has their own values a success of one person could be a failure for another you know, everyone has their own value that they themselves measure themselves from. And the people around them, if, like, it depends on authority, right? Like, hold on. It depends on authority. For example, if you have people who have authority greater than you, you tend to have a thinking in a sense where, like, oh, I have to live up to their expectations, you know, because they're elder to me and they have an authority over me. And they have seen four seasons more than I have, you know. So they must be doing something right. But, but, but. What about you? Even if you have seen, like, what, five years? No. It would be, like, what, 17 years of experience. I think that's kind of enough to make your own decisions. And you will become of that age. And then make your own decisions. You know, you don't have to live up to someone else's values just because they force you to it or just because you have this kind of thinking that, oh, I should do it even if they haven't said it or if they have just implied it in sense. You know, just because you don't live up to that value of their whatever, the person around you, doesn't mean you're a failure, okay? This is a clear, this is like rule number one, that just because you don't live up to certain expectation doesn't mean you're bad or doesn't mean that you are a piece of shit. I saw, this might be kind of off topic, but like kind of on topic at the same time. I, um, wait, I saw a post. Hold on. Let me, I sent it to someone too. Lessie, Lessie, it's like raining, peaceful. Can you hear it? I hope you can. Anyways, finding your people makes you realize there was nothing wrong with you. This is also something that you should tattoo on yourself. Finding your people makes you realize that there was nothing wrong with you. Do you get it? Nothing. Ooh, sorry. Nothing is wrong with you. You're just surrounded with wrong people. 
you're just surrounded with people who don't support you as much as you should be. Okay? I really want to do like a, a separate episode on this, you know, especially about like expectations and I don't want to like culturally divide it, but like in Asian cultures or like Asian households or like Hispanic or just any other households actually for that matter. Like, you know, they have like these like expectations and that's the kind of upbringing that we have had and like why things are the way they are, you know. So I really want to do an episode about expectations and something that I could like, I could do fun elements on and like I can on the internet and like kind of ask questions, maybe Reddit, Quora or something like that. I don't know. We can try that. Let's see. But yeah, that's a different episode about expectations. What I'm saying right now is be your own self. And that's like the most, like the most basic thing. And like if anyone asks you, if anyone asks anyone to give themselves an advice or anyone else an advice, it's be your own self. And it's important. Like it's like, it's overrated to a certain extent. But it's overrated in a sense that people just don't pay attention to it because that people have been saying that to them so many times. But be your own self. And the first step to do that is by stop living your lives to other people's values or even thinking what people would think if they did X thing or Y thing that they genuinely love from the bottom of their heart. You know, people it's people's job to think and to have or populate opinions about you as a person and we can't stop it or prevent it you know you can do that once you can do that twice not every single time because by the time you will just be exhausted you know at some point we have to let it go and it will be so much easier if you did it like way before in your journey of pursuing your dream or pursuing whatever you want to do you know so that's the first step. To be your own self, you know? If you ask me what to do, to be your own self, stop living your life to other people's values. Sit down, create your own values. Make a goals list. What do I want to do in life? This is a goal. This is a goal. This is a goal. Then, do um, a values list, okay? This is something that you can, you know, change every now and then. But your values are actually ever-changing, you know? But you can, you need to set them first before changing them so your value could be uh not to disrespect anyone or not be judgy to anyone that could be a value so later in life when you think back upon your life to see if it was successful you'll think back have i been judgy have i disrespected anyone if you have not then you have succeeded that you can you can like check box you know you can take it off you can do that. So that's what I'm saying. Create values like that. Like always be there for your mom. Like that's one of them for me. You know, like she's done so much for me. So she's always been a number one priority for me. So my mom is like on my values. So just create values for yourself. And you can measure. And they're like valid. Like don't create like unbelievable values about yourself. They should be valid and actually achievable. If they're not, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. So create your own identity first before even thinking like, oh, it's trash and I want to change it. 
you know, that's what overthinking kind of happens, right? You overthink so much. You think about, oh, I'm like that. I'm like that. You know, this is not great. But have you actually seen that's not great? You ask the people around you, people who genuinely love you, ask them, do you think my personality is shit? See what they say. They are the real person who will give you the truth. You know? So, I have read about this kind of, like, behavior where a person is very self-aware of things and, like, the things around them and become conscious that the whole watch it the whole world is like watching them every little minuscule step that they're taking and i believe the term is the spotlight effect any side students who are listening to this yeah this is what i'm talking about um the spotlight effect that is it let me tell you the textbook definition of this before i make my comments on it the textbook definition is the spotlight effect is a psychological phenomenon by which people tend to believe they're being noticed more than they really are. Being that one who is constantly in the center of one's own world. That's a textbook definition. So if I had to kind of explain it in simple terms, uh, I'm going to give you an example. Let's give an example. Um, for example, you know people are like shy taking pictures in public. You know, like, even if it's, like, a beautiful monument, like, everyone's taking pictures, you're like, oh, like, what if people watch? And, like, what if people judge? Like, oh, why is she taking photos or something like that? People are shy in public because they think if they start th- taking pictures, everyone will start staring at them. Like, brutally staring and, like, judging hardcore. It seems valid. You know, some people may do that. But for actually how long will they actually stare at you? You know, they just might like give you a glance, like, oh, what's happening? Or just curious, and then just go about their day. You know, you might just be a mere snippet, a mere, not even a highlight of their day, barely a highlight, just a little shadow, you know, just a little small peek in their highlights of the day graph. That, and it's not like they'll just like watch at you, stare at you, judge you, and then go home and talk to their friends about it. That's like, oh, I found this. A weird person was taking photos on this. I was like, how weird. That's definitely not what's going to happen. They'll just like look at you out of curiosity and be like, oh yeah, taking photos. Okay. And then just walk off. Like they have way better things to do than to think about, oh, why is this creep? Why is this weird person, you know, taking photos? They have way better things to do. Now they will barely remember you for all that matters. I'm sorry if that hurts. I'm sorry if that hurts some people. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, how dare she say that no one will notice me. I'm like the highlight. Um, sure you are, honey. But <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. But I'm saying like for some people, it'll just be like, whatever, you know, and then they'll just move on with their day. That should not stop you from doing whatever you want to do, you know. So when I was researching about this phenomena, you know, that I just explained to you, the spotlight effect. I was kind of getting these qualities kind of confused between someone who is narcissistic and I was like, well, what's the difference? It kind of seems same, you know, thinking everything is surrounding them and stuff like that. So I talked to one of my friends who is a psych student, a psychology student. She is going to pursue psychology in future as well. I think so. Yeah. 
and she explained the differences for me. Okay, so I'm going to explain it to you. Okay, so according to her, the spotlight effect, as a psych student, she's a much better person at explaining it. According to her, it's like you feel you're under this figurative spotlight, like everything you do is constantly observed and noticed by the people around you. You overestimate how much people observe you, and it's some sort of a, it's kind of like an anxiety thing, you know, where you think about what people around you, like you think everyone is having an eye on you, and it could be, the reason could be anything. It could be something from the past, something from the present, depends on the situation and surrounding you are. Whereas narcissism is more so of fondness with yourself. Like whatever you do, you don't care. You know, you're just like, oh, I do it. I do it great. You know, but if others do the same thing, it's kind of well, that's what you're, you're not necessarily fond of yourself in the spotlight effect. You're not necessarily fond of yourself. You just feel like you're being judged all the time. Whereas in narcissism, you don't care if you're being judged. You just do you. But it's like kind of a bit worse than that. It's not as like that, but that's what like she kind of explained it. And I feel like this kind of puts things into place very clearly for me at least. And if you guys had any questions, something about this, then, hey, I helped you. We got it cleared. So yeah, now I get the difference. Thank you so much. <laughs> I also asked her about her thoughts on this episode and the topic of this episode. And she has, she said some things and we had a conversation. So I'm just going to like look at that conversation and we're going to just going to discuss it. There's just like a small portion of it that we had. And after that, we went off track. So don't mind that. But then other than that. Okay. So I asked her what like, she thinks about the podcast. And, you know, I asked her how often do we think a lot about everything we do rather than just going with it you know and i had said that oh it's more of an anxiety thing you know because i had heard and she said it too that like kind of leads us to overthinking and her response was i think in trying to be a certain way we look for external validation and i think that just happens because of like the surroundings and like the the kind of people you are surrounded with and the kind of ideals that you have learned growing up we try to look for external validation so much that we forget to ask ourselves who we want to be you know sometimes because it's stressful trying to be someone you're not and overthinking becomes second nature when you don't overthinking becomes second nature when you don't whether you're do when you don't know whether you're doing like the right thing or not and that's so true you know it's basically this thinking rather than living it that's just a cause of overthinking and it can be backed up or it can be the cause for that thing could be something in the past or something that's happening with you right now you know any kind of situation that's that you're going through and that's why we tend to think a lot about things rather than just actually doing it and we plan out certain things and we we are self-servant in everything that we do because we think people around us will keep on judging us and it's it's very important for us to kind of 
take ourselves out of that, especially out of that environment, because it's not healthy for anybody, you know, living in that kind of environment where they think, where overthinking becomes second nature to them, you know, where, you know, because whenever you're in doubt, you just need to listen to yourself. You need to listen to your heart. And it should not be like, oh, what would they think? For example, you're doing something, I don't know, one of your hobbies, right? You love it. Like, you generally enjoy it, and it's kind of a stress dealer, stress baker for you. But people around you don't really like it. And they're making you feel bad for doing what you're doing. So when you, the next time when you do this hobby, or like right before doing this hobby, your thought just becomes, oh, like, should I do it? No, the people around me think it's okay to do it. That second guessing, when that comes, that becomes like your first response to the thing that you love, then people stopping you to do it. It's kind of, it's unhealthy because you're just stopping yourself from living your life that you genuinely would enjoy. And always second guessing and always overthinking is just gonna make you so exhausted that you'll just give up on living life. And you'll just be like, why am I doing this? Like, you would be more all the time exhausted rather than having fun, you know? So, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, sometimes people's expectations take over. So I asked her, what we she do, you know, to stop this overthinking? Or maybe just have some kind of control over it? Because it's tough. It's tough to have control over overthinking. I sometimes got... Sometimes I lose control myself, too, you know? And most people do. Yeah, it's a common thing, but you have to work work on it. You know, you can't just, like, oh, state the problem but not do anything about it. That's just, like, I have food cut up in front of me. I'm not eating it, but I cut it up, though. You know, so it's just going to go to waste. What's the point of stating a problem if you're not going to solve it? So I asked her what she, what she would do. So she went. Her personally, um, she just tries to catch her breath or try to pace herself down. And she realizes she's overthinking. And she genuinely listens to her mind, you know, and just try to see what it's trying to tell her rather than what she's trying to tell herself, you know. She listens to her subconscious rather than her conscious mind is trying to tell her because conscious is filled with thoughts of other people as well, where subconscious is purely your thought and purely the thoughts that you feed into yourself, you know. So that's the kind of thing. After stating the problem, you have to go fix it because otherwise there's no point in stating it. So when you see yourself overthinking, try to pace yourself. Like she said, try to pace yourself, try to calm down and be like, why am I doing this? You know, ask that why question, try to get to the root of it and try to eliminate it. Because why are people horny? No, sorry. No, why are like, people playing the horn? I'm sorry. That's terrible. But yeah but like yeah what was i saying see like that's what happened anyways but try to eliminate the problem because what 
in return is happening to you is you're stopping yourself from living a life that could genuinely make you happy and maybe later on in life you will genuinely be happy with yourself and be like oh my life is fulfilled because i lived a life with no regrets as such you know so take that action because it's important or else you're stopping yourself from doing great things you know you're putting yourself in a in an invisible cage that at first it may not seem like a problem but later on in life it's harder to change your habits so that's the conversation she had we had i won't go further because we're men off track but we also talked about like if i've ever felt that kind of overthinking thing and i should just shut up because it's my thought um yes i have felt it have it has happened to me quite often that i'm overthinking and um a lot of times it's especially about like stuff like this for example the music stuff that i post on my instagram you know um i kind of it's just it feels like kind of i'm more nervous when i'm posting it even if i've gotten into the habit of it i'm just i'm quite nervous sometimes because because it's not like something that everyone in my vicinity does you know like the people around me you know in my school or just relatives or anything like that like they don't post all the time you know they don't post that constantly so what i have is sometimes i fear what if i annoy people by posting that much and i don't want to be annoying like that's like probably the worst fear of my life i guess that it's just i'm like annoying and like because i'm just like barely bearable like barely tolerable so i just say so when i post it I try to post it, but that's my. I post it with as much love as I can, and hoping that I don't annoy people. You know. So what happens is every time I post a reel, I just log off. Like I just like switch off my like not switch off, but like I just get out the app and don't come back on it like two or three hours later, and I just like sit down and go about my day and like try to ignore it, because I don't like let it get to my head. So I just like get it done with, and then just like whip the band off and just move away. You know, I try not to let it get to my head. So, it might be kind of like being a coward about it and not owning up to it. But I feel like that owning up to it will take time. You know, like it will take time for sure. And I'm trying. I'm trying to not be so weird about it, you know. So, yeah. That's my thing. So yeah, she asked me that. I was like, yeah, that's the, that's the kind of thing. This is. Yeah, she went on about like teens and like this kind of pressure that you have in a sense to kind of live the best life you can because after some point you can't do that, and you know it's like the thing to be like the next best thing, because everyone else is like retiring at the age of twenty as a millionaire or a billionaire, you know, and it kind of it makes you think a lot. And I think yeah, like that's what happens to people too. It makes you think a lot. Like I'll be like, what's my next step? You know, like sometimes, even if no one is forcing you to be like do great things or be the next best thing, you kind of have this pressure, especially like right now, because I feel earning money has become comparatively easier right now than compared to obviously previous times. So if you're not doing like something great or something revolutionary, people will just be like, what are you doing with your life? 
Like we did that, they didn't that. What the hell are you doing? You know, sometimes things just doesn't seem enough, and you fear that you'll regret not doing enough. And it feels like you're always catching up. Because every stage that we get into in life, you'll always just be trying to catch up. You'll be like that, you'll be like that. And I think that's why, like, even old people just, um, so old people just, like, give up sometimes, you know, because they're tired. They're tired of running, trying to be in trend, trying to catch up. And that's why they just, they just give up and stick to their ideals because that's what feels comfortable sometimes. And that's what, it's like, they just deny the concept of change as a universal constant, which kind of gets heavy on them. But I think I kind of get it sometimes where old people stick to their beliefs because they just feel it's comfortable and they don't have the energy nor the time to um, kind of improve. Um, they don't have the time nor the energy to learn new things. Or like change their beliefs completely to what they think it is and i get it to a certain extent but it's not like we shouldn't do it i took a sad turn why did i take a sad turn but no yeah we had a conversation like that it was such a it was generally very eye-opening at the end whenever i'm talking right now it's like after discussing things with her it was much more like i knew where my thoughts were about this topic and i could say more so yeah Thank you, friend. I won't say her name, privacy reasons. But yeah, thank you so much. It's always it's always great to talk with her. I don't know what it is. It's always great to talk with her. I don't think I can ever express it because it's a kind of a bond that like it's like even if I don't talk to her for a while and we just I'm just like texting her again, we like click back it. And like it's like no time has passed everything just goes like that and I, I think she's the type of person that I can talk about feelings to and a lot of like deep feelings too so yeah I really really enjoy talking with her about stuff like this but yeah that's the that's not the tea but like that's the conversation I had with her but yeah we're so absorbed and we're like so obsessed absorbed yeah that's the right word I was like Am I getting there? No, not really. Okay, we're so absorbed in um, thinking about like our life based on people's expectations that we sometimes get, or most of the times we get out of touch with our own selves. You know, we're so obsessed with the idea of how it will look to people around us that we forget to live it. You know, we live it just for the sake of it. You know, our purpose becomes overthinking that does my life look perfect? And I can definitely guarantee you that that is no one's true purpose. Right? So, I hope this thing got in your head. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. And let's work on it together. Okay, let's, let's try to avoid the thing of going into this default mode of thinking how my life looks. And just live it. Yeah, because not everything can map that. If it does, then it'll just you're just setting yourself up for failure, as I told before. So, yeah, I guess we're gonna end today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Mm. Make sure to let me know 
you know, there's just like a little Q&A thing that I added. So you can just let me know what you think about today's podcast, your thoughts on it. And I would love to know it. And yeah, I will see you guys soon. See ya. Love you. Bye.